Right. Well, now this is a first. Never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay. There you go. There are many things I've abandoned since graduating high school. My pixie cut, my obsession with obscenely caffeinated beverages, using my graphing calculator to cheat through calculus. Men who write sappy, dramatic love songs are not one of those things. Joe P. is not one of these men. And like most things these days, his success began on TikTok. The pandemic slaughtered the band that Joe had been a part of since middle school, and from his basement in New Jersey, he launched himself into the indie limelight. Signed now to Atlantic Records, Joe P.'s debut 2021 EP, Emily Can't Sing, features hit after hit. It's a no-skip record that saw a re-release through Kay Flay, who's another indie legend. Every song Joe makes seems to go viral, and yet each one is a quality piece of art. The track we're focusing on today is Don't Wanna Love You, a breakup ballad for situationships whose claws you can't quite escape from. Rich with self-deprecation and pleased to let go of things that are not meant for us, Don't Wanna Love You is another example of Joe's talent that is not even a promise to achieve later, but one that is unfolding with every play. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Allie Hall, and I've got Ox, and you'll be hearing Don't Want to Love You by Joe P. No, I'm not what I seem But you keep coming when I call I guess you know you don't feel the pain When there's nothing left to hurt And it's hard to walk away When there's no one left to turn Welcome back. You just heard Don't Want to Love You by Joe P. on Radio Free Hills to 101.7 FM. I'm Allie Hall. This is I've Got Ox. And this was the first time that Gavin has heard the song. Yay. So first impressions, Gavin? Oh, man. It was, it brought me back. It's like, yes. it felt like high school. It sounds yeah. like Coin. Yeah, that, I was thinking that. And he kind of looks like Coin, too. He's got the, <laughs> the scrawny white boy with the curly hair look. Um, yeah, that was really good. It, it's such a, like, catchy good melody for a song yep. for the chorus yeah. yeah i like the way it just kind of pauses for a second with and it's like kind of big and then the beat comes back in on the chorus it's i would say seven out of ten okay yeah i'll take a seven out of ten yes the best thing was um i had found joe p through tiktok like everyone else before he had anything out and it literally was it's just videos of him with a guitar in his basement um and then uh, there's two songs that went viral there's one off my mind and then the other one is leaves and they're both from that first ep and then i kind of forgot about him and when i was in las vegas a couple weeks ago we were playing music on the tv and it was one of those you know like generic streaming channels that just like plays music Mm -hmm. and this song came on the tv and i like put i was putting on my makeup i like set down the mascara and i like i was like who (gasps) is this this because like gavin said it's like that golden age indie that fell victim to bedroom pop and like died for a little bit yeah but, I mean, it takes you back to, like, quality indie music when it wasn't just about, like, one hook or something catchy. And while the song is catchy, I think there's there's a lot of substance to it. Mm-hmm. And this this song is very similar to a lot of his other songs. And they just haven't missed yet for me. It's just, like, one after the other. I think he's he's really talented. Yeah. I, I, would, I would definitely agree with that. And I don't know how much you guys know Briston Maroney, but... 
He's on the same label. Atlantic, they're on the same label. And so he reminds me a lot of Briston Maroney. Yeah. Different. Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, it's like a, a more polished pop, less sad yeah. Briston Maroney. <laughs> yes. No, and it, like, because Briston, love him to death. He's yeah. like one of my favorite artists. He has the whimpery voice, which I love. Yes. But I think Joe P has stronger, vocals. like, passionate vocals. Like, mm-hmm. there's... And it's still indicative of a lot of emotion, you know? You know, this reminds me of the Wallows era. Yeah! Of music, where it was like, it was indie, but it was almost like, they're all, they, it felt adult-ish. It yeah. It felt like adults and le- like... And like less like, like, uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Less, um... Not sadder. That's not the word I'm looking for. But you know what I mean. Um, more melancholy. Melanch- yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. There's more. There's more like gravitas and less just like, you know, good time by Owl City and right. Carly Rae Jepsen. Like less like that and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think Wallows is a good. A that good is comparison. a good comparison. I didn't make that connect because also that Wallows era was almost like this bridge between being a teenager and being an adult. Yes, like it got those emotions right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's talking about being scrawny or liking a girl who doesn't like guys, like those kind of like pivotal experiences that not everybody has, but you kind of feel like you've had that experience when you listen to the song. And this, this, the way the chorus is sung too reminds me of, are you bored yet by them? Yeah. Kind of where it's like, this is a a style too of male singers singing with a deeper register Mm -hmm. and being okay with it kind of getting lost in the music. Cause you think about like earlier indie stuff and it was a lot more whiny guys yeah. like you think about really early indie stuff like i wouldn't say really early but like stuff like neon trees yeah like where it's like this really whiny high-pitched voice and it's nice because it kind of sits on top of the the, the instruments well mm-hmm. but this is kind of blends in with everything and i like it yeah, it sounds mature yeah i like the, something that maybe it's just what i hear or it, it's influenced by how i was introduced to him which was by a video of just himself but like it very much feels like a one-man show yeah mm. um so i would be interested in seeing him live and seeing if that dynamic changes like does he have a steady group that there's chemistry with and the live performance is something different or is he just kind of like this this singular you know writer and artist yeah. How big is he right now? Like, do you <laughs> know? Be, oh, six three. Um, <laughs> he looks three, very strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's relatively big. I but it might just be my algorithm. I you mean, want the Spotify yeah. numbers? Yeah. What are the Spotify? So he numbers? has forty. Sorry, four hundred eighty-seven thousand monthly okay. listeners, nearing five hundred thousand. That's yeah. That's um, not bad at all. And this song is called "Don't." This one is a very recent you. one. Yeah. So this only has eight hundred thousand, but his most popular song has. 35 minutes. Is that oh, Leaves wow. or Off Your Mind? Off My Mind. That's an awesome song. And you would recognize it because the, the clip from that song went super viral on TikTok. This one? Yeah, I've heard this. It's I've so this. good. Huh. Who knows? Joe P all along. Joe P. Joe. I don't have TikTok, but I still, I didn't hear this on any of my Instagram reels. This song is awesome. <laughs> and Leaves is also. YouTube shorts? <laughs> No, YouTube Shorts is just skibbity toilet. But now you're off my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. And it feels less like 80s indie, which was, mm. I feel like, kind of. In my mind, I kind of categorize like 20, 20, 
2013 to 2018 is like trying to emulate 80s pop and indie music mm-hmm. and then from there till now it's like very much early 2000s 90s yeah. sound and you could if you listen to like coin like they had a very hard switch yeah where they, they kind of switched wow. from that um but i I like that like the it sounds much more early 2000s late 90s yeah and i like it i think so this is the the b-side to a single that came out uh called glass house which is also very good but this one i really liked the lyrics too and i think that that's what i mean i'm a big lyrics girl like that's what draws me that's i mean you know like sonically you can be drawn to something but lyrics kind of make you stay yeah um and so I like this song because it takes a very common breakup, uh, you're ad- the idea of like you're addicted to someone who you know is not good for you. Mm. But I think it, it, it discusses that in a way that's not as cliche. Um, and it, he uses cliches, but it doesn't feel super overused, like the idea of your burned bridge. And he talks about like he, it's hard to go back to something when the bridge between you two has been burnt, but you still kind of find a way to get to that point. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I think he also, there's almost a literary tone to it when he talks about kind of near the middle end of the song, he talks about talking to a madman and that idea of like, you know, that joke where insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. (laughs) It's that it's you keep going back to someone. Yeah. You know, they're not good for you. You know that it hurts, but it's it's like a physiological addiction. Yeah. Yeah. All these these lyrics aren't like super deep i guess or they're right not, yeah, but, but they're, I liked, like, they're well thought out yeah I and liked, they're well placed mm-hmm. i like it yeah because yeah, i didn't even like realize like how cliche it was until right. you were saying that it's like oh but i mean isn't anything cliche if you say it right cliche yeah it's also just like the title and the whole point of the song is i don't want to love you like he yeah. says it point blank he's yeah. not yeah. trying to hoodwink you into yeah exactly and like something. be like deeper we've grown, than up, it we've is. grown apart and honestly <laughs> I think you you we've moved on. You're too good for me. <laughs> it's you, not me. Or other way around. There's that. I think also. I mean, it's very catchy. It's very repetitive. Mm-hmm. But I think that sort of mimics what the lyrics are trying to say. Yeah. Is that like it's an over and over again cycle, and he hates that he's in it, but it's just like yeah. it feels inevitable. It's like. And I've been trying to put my finger on what coin song it reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of um, You Are the Traffic. Yes. Oh, that's you the, know? That didn't was, we do that song? That was the vibe switch did I was talking about. Yes, we did. Yes, we did that Yes. Episode. Yeah, go the, back the on. The switch, it's like, I don't know. There's something kind of like that kind of gets you there. Yeah. And the same kind of burr, 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 you know? And that's the, the switch I was talking about too from like 80s sounding stuff to more like. Except you. And like the drum sounds yeah. in this song, but yeah, you are. But the, the chorus too is what like was kind of reminded me of it. Like you know? right here. Yeah, the same. Yeah, and it's really nostalgic, you know. Yeah. I actually love this song. I like song. this song too, and that's what I think was like. I liked this song because it was nostalgic, but not in like a gross way. Like, mm-hmm. do you know yeah. what I mean? Because like. Even now, like, I think we talked about this when we did the Band Camino episode. Mm-hmm. I just, like, can't listen to that anymore. Yeah, there's certain artists. But, like, like, I loved it at some point. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, it was nice to listen to this because it reminded me of Coin and, like, kind of that vibe, like you were saying. But I wasn't, like, I don't want to hear this. Yeah. It's just, like, a reminder that good music is still being yeah. made in the genres that we feel like we've grown out of mm-hmm. at some point. 
Um, and these are like nice ways to, re- for me, they're really nice ways to revisit <laughs> that style without getting sucked into like the worst years of my life. Yes. Cause like I physically cannot listen to yeah. a lot of my old playlists for that reason. It's like a fresh take on yes. something that you used to like. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's the same. There's so much music. And I think, especially after we did that band coming episode, I was thinking about it and there was just this terrible time, basically like when Gavin moved and that was all I was listening to. And if mm-hmm. I listen to it now, whole like, I literally rather like- die than and hear this yeah. music again yeah. and yeah. it because you just like but it sucks because you're kind of like i remember listening to this and like really enjoying it but now it, like yeah even going to that big comedic concert i was like this is really this is hard <laughs> like, i don't yeah, want to i don't want to think back to when i was listening to this but yeah it was, i really liked and usually like i don't i don't i mean like i said like that type of song that type of sound is just like hasn't really like captured me yeah. lately at all you're much more on your your 70s retro arc love yeah true save that for next week oh but <laughs> foreshadow <laughs> but yeah it was like kind of nice listening to him being like oh like it feels like that but like in a new fun not traumatic way yeah, <laughs> yeah. right and that and that way it was kind of encouraging too it's like oh we can still make this kind of music and not have it be tied to like because there's this other band sorry not to keep bringing up other bands but there's this <laughs> other band nightly and i don't know what it is but what, they can't seem to get out of 2015 yeah like every song they make it's yeah, like, geez, guys, true. like you've, you're beating a dead horse at this point. Yeah. Right. Like not every song needs to be about like midnight drives and, <laughs> and like, Cigarettes. so it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally yeah, literally. <laughs> like, and like there's their Spotify bio literally says like songs to drive to. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> Immediate. No. Immediate. No. But like, this is encouraging that they're making, <laughs> this is coming out recently Yes. and it's fresh, but it still has a sound that I, I think I'm still craving a little bit of. Yeah, and a little bit. So I think, and like, there. What I like about him too is, it's too early on his in his career to have like a full fledged discussion about how this compares to his older stuff and and where he's going because it's I I'm almost like I trepidatious watching him because I just like don't want him to be sucked into a machine and then like dead in three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that's what happens with a lot of artists like him. Um, so I'm hoping that he stays pure to some degree. And I mm-hmm. think that, that Briston has managed to keep a lot of his old sound with him. And so I can only hope that that, that he, Joe follows like a similar trajectory and he, he sees success, but yeah, yeah I'm very interested to see where he's going to head. He's going on, I think on his first headlining tour this year. So oh, I'm wow. definitely going to see, he's toured with like Spacey Jane. Nice. Um, other ones and Kay Flay is like a really big name so she helped produce a re-release of his first EP that was like a little more polished than what he had put yeah. out before and so he definitely has the attention of a lot of people within music and I think it's just a matter of like I really hope he kind can of hold your breath yes. to see yeah. which way he tilts well I hope the TikTok audience actually shows up to shows oh, and yeah. he can be successful because yeah. that is the huge problem that I think the music industry is stuck in now is is translating that fandom and that virality into sustainable careers for mm-hmm. artists mm. and a lot of people just slip between the cracks i like that he's from new jersey too <laughs> i don't know anyone from new jersey i bleachers is from new jersey so maybe that redeems uh, the state a little bit for you lo- it doesn't i can't stand bleachers i love I jack like bleachers either oh oh dude and i went no to, I've, to to, I've no, seen I, bleachers I, twice and i don't like bleachers it doesn't yeah. stick in my brain like it's just it makes me like, mad 
oh, like something's a little weird here. Yeah. Oh, I get God. that Jack is a genius. 100%. I Literally. understand it. But I cannot what? listen to a Blazer song. If you're a genius, why do your songs <laughs> I don't like to listen? Sound like that. What well, do like, and every like other that. time I've been like, I've listened to a song and been like, this is good. Jack answered off there. I'm like, yep. He's obviously yeah. smart. <laughs> why am I listening to you sing like this? I'm like, no offense, Jack answered off if you're listening. Yeah. I don't know. It's never. From his throne in the music <laughs> industry. Like, please. He's like sixth <laughs> album of the year of He's nominations. He's like, sue me for just saying something bad. He's in Morocco <laughs> recording with Taylor Swift again. He's like, I just made four. Four million dollars last yeah. month, so I don't really, I don't really like it. <laughs> no, but I totally get. Sorry, that was like no, that that set mo- me off a little a because moment. that's like a scary thing to say. Me too. Yeah, but I don't know. It's never stuck. Right it's now. never stuck with me. But he's a fellow New Jerseyan with Joe P. Joe P. If you're Joe just P. tuning in now, we're talking about Joe P. <laughs> on I've Got Ox Radio Free Hillsdale, one hundred one point seven FM. Maybe that's why it's so refreshing too that I like him because he's not from just some like other indie boy from Nashville. <laughs> that he's like a New Jersey guy. Yeah, like, that's he's from another world. It's different, you know. <laughs> it's a different. It's state. it's different state in the same way that like I think Noah Kahan was so like where's he interesting. From? He's from he's from like New England Vermont? area. Yeah. I think Vermont. And I think that's just like a Random. different perspective on Brett. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, that's an interesting case study of like how location impacts yeah. your work. Yeah, because I think like a lot of the the folk music that has been, been put out in the last couple of years is not like, is, is it feels like it's from a, a certain place. And yeah. I, don't, I think his was like different, you know, it's like from, it's his own perspective on that kind of music. And so I think maybe, maybe there's, I might be reading too much into his <laughs> location, but I think New Jersey might be playing a part and is uh, kind of the adult sound that he has. Yeah, there is. I think you're right. And like the, you're pegging it with maturity. Mm-hmm. I think there is. Yep. He's a young artist, you know, in career terms. I don't know how old he is, but yeah. uh, he seems to know kind of what he's doing, which is a relief. So I'm really excited to to see him move forward. And I'm going to try to see him live this year. Um, but yeah, that was Joe P. And Joe P. Don't want to love you. One of the the new tracks he put out. So I'm guessing there's an album coming this year at some point. Ooh la la. Joe will be excited about. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks so much for joining us today. Next week we'll be back. I think with Bella. True. Bella will be on Ox, and we will serve you yet another good song. An awesome episode. <laughs> we have never missed. Yes, never. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Thank you to the week. bank. And you've been listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Bye guys. Oh.